Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest into our show. Shanadra Washington, owner and founder of Black Orchids PR. Shanadra is known for being a polished and articulate speaker that encourages others to stand firm in their subject matter expertise and helps them tell both their personal and brand stories more effectively. Black Orchids PR helps minority women cultivate strong brand presence and raise their profile through high conversations, storytelling, captivating communication strategies, and building exposure opportunities. And I love that because it's something that women need to learn how to do more and more. It's why we created Word of Mom Radio, to empower each other. Shanadra, you're just right along with what we're doing. Welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Oh, my gosh, Dory. It is an absolute pleasure. And just to be here on your platform today, I am beyond honored. But this part of my phase and what I'm doing is really a full circle moment for me. I am just so happy to use what I have, my innate skills, to not only help and free myself, but free women in their stories and their brand stories. I want you to take us on your journey and to where it has led you to now creating Black Orchids PR that is empowering women the way you are. Oh, my goodness, um, Dory. I started in corporate America right out of college. I have a near 13-year career. I've been in financial services and insurance that entire time. However, in that 13 years, I had about nine jobs. I kept changing. Every year, I would kind of master it and move on. So at some points, it's very like, you know, exhilarating. You know, you're, you're overcoming barriers and you're moving through quickly. And you're so excited that you're kind of climbing that corporate ladder, but then it gets very draining. And you say, I'm kind of tired of building. I'm kind of tired of getting the best people snatched away from me. I'm just kind of tired of this cycle and where is it all going to go? But I'll tell you one thing about corporate America, even though it was very tough for me, especially at the end, what I did develop is what's in front of you and what you get today is this voice, this voice to stand up in rooms where no one looked like me, this voice to stand up as a subject matter expert and not be shaken. Oh my gosh, Dory, I struggled a very long time to develop my voice. I was a finisher. I just went to my desk and I just got it done. I didn't know how to cultivate everything I had into something that would free me and help others. So now I I tell people all the time, it's more than just a business for me. This is a full circle moment. So everything that I had been through and every time I back up against the wall, it's my opportunity to help someone else say, no, you don't have to stay there. You have a voice. You have a message. And you can use that to make a living out of it. I love that. And, you know, Going back for me, 40-something years, I know what it is to be that only woman in the room. So when you throw that caveat in that you're the only woman of color and you're one of the minorities in there, 
you know, it just, it's amazing to me. It really is. So for you, what's going on with your target audience and how are you seeing them really manifesting themselves into their greatness? Oh my goodness. So my target audience, um, minority women, many of them have a business, but they don't have a brand. And what I stress is that a brand is a whole feel. It's not just the pretty pictures and the fancy logos. It's what you ignite in the people that you want to serve. And that is a direct correlation of communication strategy. It's can you stand up and sell what you have in a convicting way that people not only buy, but they keep buying. That's an art, it, it, it's an art to that and a strategy. So the breakthrough actually happens when, when I, I can tell them that and they realize that. And I said, look, you know, I wouldn't buy from you. And I, I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that in a very ugly way, but you haven't sold me. You don't even believe what you have. So how do you expect me to know that I need you and you're the best one to do it? So my clients actually get to go through a transformation with me. It's confidence from the beginning. It's mindset from the beginning. And we lead all of those things and integrate that into uh, personal brand storytelling. I heard once, it is always rung true to me, that your brand is what they say about you when you leave the room. Oh, I love it. You know? And and we need to understand that. That's like branding yourself across social media and things like that. When you start getting into those strategies, you need to make sure that no matter what platform you're on, they know it's you. Absolutely. I'm coming to you. I got to get out there. I got to do what I'm going to do. How are you going to help me? What do you do? First off, Dora, you, you have to tell me what you do. And you have to know what you do. And if you don't, I'm going to help you figure it out. That, that's key. So before we go into our communication strategies and creating uh, strategic lead magnets, we got to work on you first, okay? I need to pick up on how you talk about your business. I'm checking everything. I'm checking confidence. I'm checking eye contact. Do you know your industry? Do you know what you're up against? Do you know all of that? So we're doing the inventory from the front end. So this is not just a pretty PR and branding and exposure. So we're going to work strategically together because all of these are components and building blocks of building a successful brand. So we got to start there. And then we say, okay, well, what do you need? Do you have a strategy to grow your email list? What are you telling people? Um, what, do you have premiums that are, are attracting people to come and sign up with you? Because here's the thing. A person may not buy from you the first time, Dory. We know this. <laughs> you know, and, and, and everybody doesn't need what you have, so you can't serve everybody. So let's talk about specifically who you serve, and then let's speak to their pain points. Ooh. <laughs> if I can help you, right? If I can help you and I can tend to your pain, I might have a friend forever, Dory. Let's face it, as consumers, they want to know what's in it for me. What's in it for me? So we have, we have to start there, and then we work outward. So once we have that, okay, well, let's talk about what you're doing on social media and in your email marketing strategy. Let's tie all of these together. Let's get you a 30 or 40-day email series together, a 30 to 40-day content calendar. And we're going to work this thing because this is a numbers game. Not only is it a strategy, how many people are you going to get in front of today? Are you going to show up Monday and they don't see you again until next Tuesday? Not okay in branding. You show up every day. Walmart is not closing. They're advertising every day. They're going to run their commercials. They're not Why are you? A brand doesn't show up on a Tuesday and we don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> for another two, three months. Not okay. So we're going to build some consistency principles. And then when you're ready, 
for exposure and media and Adora DiCarlo podcast, you show up like an expert. Because you know what? You've been in the field doing that work. You've been talking day in, day out about what you do, Dory. You, you, you've been doing that. That's a brand. So we're going to take, <laughs> take some real-life stuff, some real-life stories. And, and we don't want you minimizing what you've done because some people think that, oh, I'm starting a new business. And I don't have any accolades or accomplishments for this new thing I'm doing. But you have, oh, so many transferable fields. And we're going to capitalize on that. I have to tell you, I've interviewed a lot of PR people. Yes, ma'am. Nobody's talking about what you're talking about. Yes, ma'am. I'm serious. No one is talking about what you are talking about. Oh, I love and it. This is why I'm so excited to Aww. see what you are doing because you really are looking at the whole picture from the, the start to the finish because it's true. It's like the elevator pitch. If you can't pitch your company in 30 to 60 seconds, you don't know your business. That's it. You don't know your business and you have to. You have to be able to just crystallize it. You have to be able to you know, be up there for 45 minutes, not repeating yourself. It just depends on the venue. So I have to ask you, Mm -hmm. what is the biggest lesson you've learned from starting your business? Dory, my goodness. My story is this. It's like, Shanadria, you've done so well in the past. and You've had all of this great tenacity and focus and everything. You cannot count yourself out. Yes, this is new. You don't know. You quit a job in the middle of, of a pandemic. It's new. It's scary. But don't, and I'm a spiritual person, and my father says, do not forget how far I brought you. He said that. And, and I, in, in, in all parts of me, Dory, I believe that. So this next journey, like I said, it's been more than just building a business and getting profit. It's unlocked so many different things in me. So the biggest lesson I have learned is that I have to show up have some strategy, lean on my faith, and some miraculous things can happen because it's happened for me. What are you telling someone who is now deciding to start a business, especially now in the midst of a pandemic? And I'm so proud of how many women have done it. Oh, me too. I love the numbers. Yes, ma'am. Listen, if anything, if you don't hear anything else, please hear my heart. (laughs) Hear my heart, okay? I know that I'm a passionate speaker, but hear my heart in this. You can do it, but I am not going to lie to you. I, I, I'm very transparent. Don't just go out there and wing it. You need strategy. Strategy is what wins. Consistency is what wins. I'm not just standing on a whim. Oh, I'm going, I'm going to quit today. What is your strategy to make money with what you're doing? It's not a business. It's not making money. It's just an idea. So, yes, I want you to take a chance on yourself, but I also, too, want you to be Laser focus on getting you the right kind of help. Getting the right kind of help, knowing who to delegate to. That's good. You know, it's playing to your strengths. You know, because let's face it, when we when you start a business, you're everything. You are chief cook and bottle washer and everything in between. And it's learning how to go from working in your business to working on your business. That's you know, good. and that whole growth pattern that goes into all of that. It, and that's absolutely true. And um, me personally, I hired a business coach. I, I'm I'm very transparent about this because I don't I don't want anyone to <laughs> to ever tread over my journey. Okay. When I got to my last 
point of, of breakdown in my corporate job. And this is, of course, during COVID. We have a lot of different things that's going on in the world outside of COVID. We have racial tensions. We have a lot of different things that are impacting my everyday life. So my back is up against the wall and I have to make a choice now. So it was do or die for me. Die in the sense that you can either stay here and play in all of this cycle, or you're going to sit here and risk being unfulfilled. You take your choice. So my thing was like, huh, I need, I've had a successful corporate career. I don't know nothing about starting a business. So why go out there and, and try to do it alone? I had a, the biggest investment door that I've ever made in my entire life, and I am a stigma on finances. I want, <laughs> I, I don't do a lot of big things. But when I knew, when I heard the voice of my coach, I knew it was, it was divine intervention. And that was the help I needed to cross my next level. So from this point on, this is June 22nd today, I will never be without a coach or a mentor. I will leverage wisdom. I will leverage experience. It has caught uh, me making that investment. Dora, you should hear this trajectory I'm on. <laughs> People think I've been in business for 10 years, <laughs> but I have not. Dory, I have not. I had never sold anything before. Mary Kay or any, never in my life have sold anything, but went to work every day and did a good job. So for me to stand up in rooms and people are in awe, they're like, how long have you been doing this? I say, not very long. I just literally quit in 2021. A corporate America job. So I want you guys to hear me. Get the help that you need. So when my clients, they are on the fence. I said, well, listen, you can be just like me. <laughs> you can teeter and totter and play for a long time because, see, I had an overwhelming um, charge over me in 2018 after the birth of my son to build a business, but I had no idea where to start. I didn't know what to do, but it was over me. So I just kept manifesting. I said, you know, one day I'm going to have something of my own. I don't know where it's going to come. That was way in 2018. I didn't quit until 2021. Okay? So every day in the atmosphere, I would say, you know, I'm going to have something of my own. I just don't know what it is, but I really feel a calling to do it. I'm kind of dying here, but I had, I, at that point, I hadn't reached the breaking point, but I was on a downhill slope. But when I got to that point, I started specifically asking for what I wanted, specifically, Dory, not just covering, but specifically. I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to be free. I'm going to find the help that I need. They are coming. And they did. And I knew it. It was everything I had asked for. So just like there could be somebody right now that is waiting to hear this voice right now. On that note, <laughs> we are going to take a quick break. Yes, Think about what you just heard out there, ladies, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. 
This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Shanadra Washington. I am loving this conversation. I really, truly am. And I know it is empowering and uplifting women out there. So I have to ask you, because you mentioned your son, how are you finding the juggle between being a mompreneur and a business owner and, you know, entrepreneur, mommy, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Dory, it's a beautiful struggle, though. I get, it really is a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful, magical struggle. Uh, my son, you know, he, 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 means so many, he means so much to me, and he's unlocked a lot in me, you know, just a different kind of love, a different kind of drive, you know, all those things that children do. So in the back of my mind when I'm working, I'm like, oh, my God, what's my baby doing? And he's a, he's a big boy. He's a big four-year-old, but he's my baby, you know what I mean? So I have to I have to pull away and I oh my gosh let me go and just tickle him or soak up some <laughs> soak up some time with him. But what I what I really tried to, to do even when I'm working I said you know what this this journey is for him too okay because he has to see mommy live the freest version of her life he has to see that and what his freest version looks like may not look like what it looks like for mommy but he has to have that example here in his household. So that's where that mind struggle comes from. It's like, Shanaja, you better go and do this first so you can go see that boy in there. You know you want to play with him. <laughs> you know you want to go and tickle him and play. But also, too, let's get this time management together. Let's get this time blocking together. And you're going to bang, 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 bang until everything is knocked out because you know what's in that other room in there. <laughs> so it's time management. It's time blocking. And it's also, too, keeping those heartstrings tied to that little baby boy in there that I love so much. It's so much fun. You know, I've been a mompreneur since 1994. Oh, wow. So now I've integrated my grandchildren into my working life. And it's so funny. I would have my granddaughter. She wasn't even a year old. And she'd be in her high chair listening to our theme song from Word of Mom Radio. And she'd just be dancing along. It was just the cutest thing. Or I would do Zoom calls with them. And they're waving. It's like, hey, it's Word of Mom Radio. If you have a problem with a kid being here, we're probably not the platform for you. You know, I had a guest. I had a guest who had to move her taping because her nanny got sick. She goes, "I don't know if you'd want an 11 month old in the background." And again, it's like it's word of mom radio, kid cameos, right. dog pet cameos. We don't mind, and if our listeners do, they're not listening to the right platform because it is about how we make it all work. So for you, mm-hmm. who has been your role model or inspiring figures? that are empowering you to do this now? Well, it's like like in the world of like celebrities, like I'm an avid Kobe Bryant fan. Rest in peace, Mamba. I love him since I was 16 years old. I mean, I mean, floor-to-ceiling posters. And, you know, it's funny now that, you know, people come back and tell me that I was right about him. You know, I remember watching him like, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, and I would see Kobe Bryant on the, on the, on the court playing. But his mentality would be above all the players. 
I would see how he would connect and just make these shots that were impossible. And I became infatuated with his craft, <laughs> with his craft of consistency and showing up. And they even, you know, termed his mentality mamba mentality. And that has never been done, Dory. Who else has a mentality that has been coined, right? Mm-hmm. So I was always infatuated with him. So I, I can think outside of just the norm of doing it. I, I, I just love him for that. But I would say, you know, even, you know, beyond my coaching mentor, but my very first, I mean, I was raised with my grandparents, my paternal uh, grandparents. And my grandfather, Roger Raxon, who's, you know, approaching 78 years old uh, in October, has been really this source of just, I don't know, strength. Even at 78, he's still, he probably is more physically fit than me. He just has this, I am not going out without a fight. I am a provider. I am a nourisher of my family. And that's what he lives by. So that dedication, he has great grands now. And they still see him as this grand figure at 78 years old. And that, for me, is powerful. It, I mean, I am telling you, there are days, and even at 78 years old, for me to be a 35-year-old woman, I still find safety in him. Even though roles are slightly changing, people are getting a little bit older, things are changing, there's some caregiving aspect to it, there's something in him that's going to always make me feel safe. Always. That's a wonderful feeling to have. Yes, ma'am. It really is, because there aren't that many people anymore that get to say that. Yes, ma'am. That there is that person that just makes them feel safe. Yes, ma'am. You know, that's a, a beautiful thing. So I know that you are not going with regular traditional education with your son. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to talk to us about what you're going to do and how you've made that decision for him. Oh, absolutely. So, of course, he's four. He did start traditional school um in August of 2021, which, you know, was still kind of in a pandemic. So he went there for about five or six weeks and we kind of had a not so pleasant experience. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to spoil the podcast, but <laughs> we did not have a pleasant experience. Right. But this is, this is, this goes back to what I tell you about intentionally asking for what you want. Before my son went to school, I had the whole summer, I've been saying like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know if I really want him to do that. I really want something that's more flexible, something that's really going to be conducive to independent learning styles and that kind of a thing. I had actually been saying that and reading different things, but honestly kind of put my wishes and manifestations to the side and went with the norm. Be careful, listeners, about that. Be very careful about that. Life is intentional. I want you to know that. So I kind of put my manifestations and wishes to the side and went sentence, and then we had a bad experience. So he came home. It came home in October, so he'd been there a few weeks. And I was saying, oh, my gosh, it's pre-K, so it's not mandatory, but I have to get something in place for kinder because something something has to give. So I, I said, you know, i got to find something, but what does that look like? Does he? Do I really want him to be homeschooled all the way? Do we know of a private? And literally, like, when I started, I said, okay, Lord, help me find something for him that works. And I am telling you, it seems like out of the blue, I was in this homeschooling group that I didn't even realize I was in on Facebook. I didn't even realize I was in the group. I didn't even know. I just happened to be scrolling around about 2 o'clock in the morning, and an advertisement came up on my phone um, for a community school. It's like, huh, what's that? So this community school is like a hybrid between kind of private school and homeschool. I love it. I absolutely love it because my kid gets to go in and have those interactions with his peers you know, for three days out of a week. And then two days he's home with me. And we have a curriculum that comes home from the school. 
and we follow that. But not only, we get to do interactive learning. And what my son, listen, they had so much pent-up energy from the pandemic, and they were trying to put them back into this very structured environment with the teachers who are already fatigued from the virtual learning. You have all these changes that people don't talk about as we reintegrate, right? So this allowed my son to, one, get tailored education, and then, two, have this integration period to where I've been pent-up with my mama for two, two whole years. And you mean to tell me I have to get up every day at this time and do this? And I'm four? No fair, right? <laughs> Look, no fair. So he, 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 he got a structured integration period where they really helped him come back into a structured environment. I, when I tell you that I, could, I can't really ask for much more, it's like I'm living on a cloud right now with his education. Because this is a community school. We parents, we volunteer at the school. They have community events. And what's most importantly, I, they, they're teaching them leadership from mm -hmm. a very young age. In, in the mornings, they do meditation. They clear their minds. They walk around the community parking lot. They have to upkeep the grounds of the, the community school. It's, it's, this, it's this feeling that you get for community and really natural leadership and love. What more can you ask for, Dory? <laughs> I think more and more of those schools are popping up. I love it. I really, truly do. And I do, too. I do, too, because a lot of the traditional schools are failing our kids. Yes, ma'am. I agree. There's too many kids. There's not enough teacher. No, ma'am. There's not enough support. And people are under the misnomer that when they homeschool, it means they're in school for eight hours a day. They're not. They're not. And the other thing people don't realize, making dinner, making lunch, making breakfast, that's science. It's math. It's all kinds of stuff. It's teamwork. It's working together. It's their life is a classroom. It really is. And, and that is so true, I love that you said that because, you know what, that, that is so true. The world, our life really and truly is a classroom. And I'm going to say this, like, you know, my son is he's a pretty bright young man. And he had, but prior to this community school and, and the one, about the six weeks of public school that he, he had, he had been solely over there with my great-grandparents. And when I was in corporate America, I kind of got bashed a little bit about that. They were like, oh, you know, he's kind of over there, you know, with them. And when I tell you my son is like a little wise man, <laughs> because of that, they would, just, they would just take him around. And my grandfather, he still kind of works on old cars. He would be out there kind of giving him the ranch. He knew all these tools and all of this. So I would stand up firm and say, no, 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 he's at the, right now for my comfort level and my work schedule in corporate America, he's at the best place he can be right now. That's exactly right. You know, I have my grandchildren one or two days a week and my grandson now who's four, I have a little portable keyboard. Mimi, I need to do some work with you. And he oh, sits down at his table with his little <laughs> portable keyboard and just sits there and he's like, I'm not going to take any keys hard and things. And when I put on, I have two different color glasses. I have a burgundy pair that I wear when I work and a green pair that I wear when I read to them. So he knows if those burgundy glasses go on, Mimi needs to work. So he wants his computer and he goes, kids are sponges and they're going to just learn oh, everything. It. And it's it. just so much fun at this point in their lives. Mm -hmm. So as we're wrapping up here, can't believe how fast the time goes. What is next for you, Miss Washington? Oh, oh my God. Black Orchid, what is going on? <laughs> It, I am so excited about, about what's happening. I mean, I, I have really secured some strategic brand partnerships. Uh, we'll be a part of a tour pretty soon. 
uh, where I'll be teaching uh, some branding principles and, and PR principles and, and all of that. And I'm about to have a master class that's going to come up, going to be virtual, so people from all over the place can, can really kind of dive in. But, you know, Dory, it's, I'm telling you, like, with this intentional thing, I have been, in just a short time, I have really gotten some really great wins. Um, I'm also, too, in this cohort now to pitch my business for contracts and a lot of different things. So really right now for Black Orchids, it is understanding where the products and services can fit in. It's not just, you know, in the small business world. I mean, I, I even have had interest from universities that need help with diversity and inclusion writing. I've been in a lot of different spaces, story, and I'm very blessed and honored um, to have so many options. That's so fantastic. Shanaja, let everybody know where they can reach you. You can reach me primarily on my Facebook or LinkedIn at Shanaja Washington, and my name is spelled C-H-E-N-A-D-R-A Washington. All the links will be live. Or you can schedule a call with me at bit.ly slash mediacall2020. We are going to have all of those links live on Blog Talk Radio and at wordofmomradio.com. I highly suggest that you reach out and talk to Shanadra. Just from this interview alone, I've talked to, like I said, I've talked to a lot of PR people. You are coming at it from a completely different standpoint, and it is awesome. And it, it's kind of funny to me because it's, it's, it's looking at the whole picture. Yes, ma'am. You are really looking at the entire picture of what it is to create a business and a brand and make them coincide yes, and have everything flow the way it does. So I'm thrilled. And I thank you so much for joining us. And I want to invite you back as the business grows, as new things launch and things like that, please use word of mom radio and our platform to get out there as you've got, if you want to send us a link to your workshop that's happening, Make sure you send us that link, and we'll put that up if people can already register for that and everything else. I want people to be able to reach out to you. So thank you so much for taking the time to share. It's been my absolute pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thank you so much for being here with us. We are going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is-